You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. We have something fresh and new for you this week. Introducing in a string, uh, a, a serial project, I guess, uh, guests. We got another Riverdale gang guest. This time, Ms. Laura Fukumoto. Hey! Uh, and this time, Laura is in fact filling in for Chloe Packer, my usual partner in the, the gang, who is currently chasing a real intense midnight project writing deadline. Woo! So Woo-hoo. good luck, Chloe. Okay, Ooh. first off, yeah. um, if we were Riverdale characters, which character would I be? <laughs> oh boy. Um, like, you're not as criminal as Veronica? But, like, I'm pretty much a Veronica, right? You're really Veronica, I yeah, know, in I a am. great deal of ways. If That's true. Which character are you? I mean, Kevin Keller, I hope. Yeah, that's, okay, fair. <laughs> no, Thank but you for supporting like, me in that. True, okay, okay. <laughs> Who's Chloe? Oh. That was um, harder. Oh, she's, she's definitely, like, she's definitely Jughead. Yes, but, like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like she's almost Bughead. She's, like, the conglomerate in some ways. Bughead? Yeah, Bughead. Teddy and Jughead. Oh. It's a thing. Yeah, that's true. She likes them a lot. I think she'll appreciate it. <laughs> um, so Laura is a super good friend and a, a delightful, brilliant theater creator who I've worked with for a number of years, who Chloe and I have both worked with. Um, we've actually all worked together on a, few, a small amount of things. Just a small amount of things. Um, this is just another collaboration in a long lifetime of collaborations an ongoing history we are living you know and uh laura uh has a especially uh, experienced in costume design um not that that's necessarily super relevant for this episode of riverdale the relevance is i'm actually going to be making comments on the costume design because (laughs) i love the costume design of riverdale yes that's probably that's probably the reason that i watch this show because it is hot burning trash otherwise (laughs) And I love it so much. Um, and I, in fact, have a spider brooch that I like to think of as my Cheryl Blossom spider brooch. Mm. And I wear it quite often. I thought it was just a Halloween season detail, but now it's just my everyday spider brooch wear. Were you wearing it in the, the Halloween show you did? I was as, not, but it no? adorns my coat. Oh, okay, yes. Right? Oh, the, 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 the fancy over-the-top coat that's actually lining, but better as a coat. I I turned uh, the lining of a men's coat into a shawl coat. This is entirely beside the point. Should we get into the episode? (laughs) I mean, we certainly could. Um, I want to sing your praises for just a a moment more. Oh my god, okay, I mean, (laughs) carry on. Um, Laura is a spectacular community hub. Uh, She is my upstairs neighbor, which delights me to no end. Um, and is uh, particularly notably skilled at bringing creative, uh, brilliant, progressive communities together for artsy things and activisty things and for like self-care and existence in it's, between the artsy things and really, activisty things. Be because, it's just because I have the biggest apartment and it, we live in Vancouver. Like it helps, Who but has that? those are all choices. Those are all true things. Laura is great at feeding me when I am broken. Okay. <laughs> Laura likes a lot of trash Simmer TV. down, Ryan. Simmer down. A connoisseur, um, you said earlier? I am a connoisseur of trash TV. I, it's um, a key qualification for this for this jam. 
I recently uh, have made my way through eight seasons of Grey's Anatomy oh. in about three weeks. Let me know when you're caught up, eh? Maybe four. That's only halfway. Yeah, I know. You've got a ways to go. Oh, my God. And I think that um, the internet has caught on that I'm watching Grey's Anatomy because Grey's Anatomy memes started popping up on the internet, <laughs> and now I'm getting spoilers, and I'm so afraid. The anyway. In- Whew. I could pontificate Sorry. about Grey's spoilers. It's it's no. like... Uh, no. I will just appreciate the Dr. Bailey show with you. Oh, it is called the Dr. Miranda Bailey show because mm-hmm. nobody really cares about... Anyone but. Meredith Grey or anyone else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, look, guys. This lots episode. Of, lots of stuff happened in this episode. Um, I, in fact, did not watch the last episode. I'm going to go back and watch the last last episode. I just, I got the recap from Ryan and mm-hmm. we got uh, the main, the main points. Um, and oh boy. Like of all of the episodes to have missed. The. Uh, true. The colonialism episode. Wow. Yep. So you're uh, you're in for a, a, a treat, the long form version of that episode. Um, I'm yeah. actually I actually mean to rewatch it. So like if if you want to hang on the weekend, okay, I could I could we do could with more Riverdale. Yeah. Hobby time, leisure time on top of my hobby time, hobby podcasting time. Um, and just so much like Riverdale just escalates. I I can't even imagine the writing room for this show. Right. Someone's just like okay. What about uh, murder? And everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Buh, you know." Like let's we did, just, we like, did that murder and that murder. Oh, but this murder's different, I've, right? I've actually like <laughs> we've all lost track of who's murdered who and who's hit a body, right? Like, when, yeah. Oh boy. Well, I mean, we're not quite in like how to get away with murder territory, where everyone is legally implicated at this point. Like, oh, there yeah. are still some ambiguities, some gray spaces in Riverdale. I, I think. Okay, okay, yeah. It's not it's not quite at that level, but we're getting there. You know, we I truly I, are getting there. I feel like they've improved their pacing a little bit in the back yeah. half of this season, though, I will say. Because um, I, I, I fully agree, in the first half of this season, we were racing to everyone in crisis all the time, right? We were. Um, I do feel like they've drawn it out a bit better, and they've got a better grasp of... of um, filling the space and giving giving us time to adjust to these characters in their lobster pots of boiling tension. Their lobster pots of boiling tension. I just wanted to re- <laughs> repeat that in case you didn't catch it the first time. Hashtag things Ryan Karen says. You get your own hashtag. Yay. Just for a lobster pot. Thank you, Laura. Oh my gosh, what even just happened? What did we even just watch? Like a lot of Catholicism. Of all of the... Oh yeah. Of all yeah. the episodes for Chloe to be away for, the like deep into Catholic identity one, it, 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 I, I feel her arg of longing missed commentary. <laughs> that is oh, going to yeah. be just for us. Yeah. You miss out on that one, gang. Like, Sorry. Hashtag Catholic chic. I think that's the real takeaway from this episode. Yes. Is, uh, yeah, all that. All that and a little bit more Catholic chic. I'm really excited to hear um, broader uh, reaction and thoughts on this episode. Um, I talked a bit a few episodes ago about the um, uh, some response from the Latinx community saying that, like, thank you for these characters. Now, like, they're not actually latinx in all of these ways of like lifestyle and family dynamics so for uh this episode really dials that up and Mm. i'm really excited to hear um the 
the response of how it was done from people who understand that better than I do. Yeah, I I would also be interested to hear, um, like, I always wonder, as a person who grew up religious, I always mm. wonder about, like, the cultural religion and then the, like, actual religious thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, part of me was wondering, like, is Veronica Lodge, like, a religious person? Like, if you were to be like, mm. yo, do you, like, believe that you're actually guilty and gonna go to hell mm-hmm. at any point for anything that you've done? But bleh, maybe does she? Cause like, doesn't she? What is it? What is yeah. it like to be culturally religious versus like actually religious? Cause like, look, I grew up actually religious, and there is a lot of guilt that happens. Mm. And then Veronica Lodge is just like in with her family, just doing crime business, whatever. <laughs> I get the vibe that um, Veronica is maybe more culturally Catholic than spiritually catholic um and we there's certain points that i will try to land and hit on while we are watching through them that uh support that for me Mm. um that's i may also be projecting i'm pretty culturally catholic uh and i'm super not spiritually catholic true um so i i had i uh this this was a, a fun one for me to have feelings and reflections on um in that on that subject. On that subject, did you get did you get confirmed? Oh, I totally did confirmation. But um, I went to confirmation class because there was a cute boy I liked who was also going to be in my confirmation <laughs> class. <laughs> <laughs> the best reason That's to get it. confirmed in the eyes of God, that in my is opinion. The only reason. Um, oh my god. <laughs> apologies to any listeners for who I am. Um, betraying up a, a sacred and private experience. No, Ryan, you can't even apologize for that. It's just a true experience. It's just a beautiful and true experience. I'm, There's enough room in the world for all of that. I'm really here for queering the Catholic Church, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I don't know. Okay, hold on. When, do, uh, when does confirmation happen? Does it happen Usually at Usually like 12 or 13. Like it's, I don't think it's fixed. It is definitely a, a puberty tagged thing so they do mention it in the show that veronica's late to the game because she is waiting for her priest which i am interested to see if that priest becomes more relevant as well yeah because i was like i was like kind of confused about like wait why is this why is this confirmation suddenly like a big thing that's happening when she's Mm -hmm. like what is she 17 now probably they're supposed to be like 17 i think they're supposed to be like freshmen or something but who but really now um uh the age of teenagers on television is so (laughs) ambiguous it's just it blows my mind they all look like they're 24 because they are they're yeah they're at the (sighs) age of not making the audience feel bad for all the the super sexualized scenes anyway i was just i was just like confused because i was like wait a minute doesn't confirmation happen like I'm just not sure when it it's, happens. It's way like, earlier. Catholics, okay. Um, I almost, I almost feel like they were trying to like spin the quinceanera kind of a thing into it. Oh, almost. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, then she needed like more tool in her outfit. I yeah. was gonna say I was really big was fan a, of the like very Catholic outfit. Yes, the Catholic chic like pearl Peter Pan collar on her white dress. But if this was a uh, if this was her Kinsey's, she would have needed a full length ball gown in much more like pastels and a tiara. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. For but sure. Um, and yes. a horse. So they they definitely 
uh, played fast and loose with some of the Catholicism. Yeah. Um, the leaning into the imagery and iconography, like not not the spiritual iconography, but the ambulance mm. in some interesting, neat ways this episode. That's so true. They, that's coming right up. They do love to uh, use Catholic ambiance in the film industry. Yeah. They sure do. Um, some oh my gosh. Other big plot lines this episode. Um, the gang, the gang stuff. It like veers very immediately away from the indigenous rights and history discussion that they started last time. Which, um, you know, I could be disappointed or I could be glad that they stayed in their lane before they got messy. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I was pretty cool with how this episode progressed things. How about you? Um, in terms of that, I'm just like, as soon as they got that eviction notice, Mm. spoiler alert, that (laughs) happened, um, I was like, oh my god, let's just displace the people living in poverty Mm -hmm. again. Anyway. A little too real. A little too real, Riverdale. It just, it gets really, really real. Look, I wrote down here, oh my god, displacement of people alert. Right. This has been a thing for me this this season. Riverdale getting getting really real and feeling really worried that they're gonna mess it up, and then they they haven't too badly this season. I think I think they've been on the edge of like that's the the representation of sex work as well. Mm-hmm. They've been like, I'm waiting for you to mess it up, y'all. They haven't quite yet, although we'll see the end of this episode. Um, was there what was the episode of The Simpsons where that lady? Had a brothel. Yes. That's no. what Mama Blossom <laughs> is starting to remind me of. Yes. The, the Madame. River, the Riverdale Saloon. I think they're leaning into it. <laughs> I, yeah. I hope that's coming. It's going to be so extra if that happens. With a musical number. I hope there's a musical. Obviously there will be a musical number with so much <laughs> auto-tune. So, so much auto-tune. Um, any other big standout Thoughts or anything before we jump into this episode, Laura? Um, Major I mean, subject that I haven't touched on: the gang war, the gang war, Papa de Poutine. Oh, uh, um, we all know, <laughs> we all know that his real name, as it's pronounced, because they're all supposed to be American, obviously. Um, but his name is actually supposed to be pronounced Papa Poutine. Yeah, <laughs> with Poutine, you know. The can, be... the Canadian perspective on this skewed American pronunciation. Yeah, you know, it's not Papa Poutine. Poutine. Papa, it's so nasalized. It, it sounds like a not like a like a not great word if you pronounce it American wise too. <laughs> Papa Poutine. Bang. Bang. No, 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 no. Poutine. Poutine. <laughs> um, I mean, you're more French Canadian than I am, so I'm deep hick French Canadian though. Deep. Like I'm. I'm not saying it the, the Quebec way, that's for sure. You you are from <laughs> Guy, Alberta. Guy, de la Nord-Ouest de l'Alberta. What are you saying? de la Grenouille. Stop, stop it. I like to say my family has the Jean Chrétien accent. It's a very outspoken and distinctive former Canadian prime minister. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Anyway, Papa Poutin will make his entrance and exit. On that spectacular bit of foreshadowing, Laura, Uh let's uh, have a Netflix boom sound and jump on in. With a great previously, actually. They. Oh, man. 
they did a good job here of setting up all the plot points I needed to be thinking of. Um, but also really continuing directly from the, since the mid season, um, I mean, like, the, the, I I know everything I need to know about this episode, not having seen the last episode. Yeah. I... They, they have been managing to, like, draw attention to key social points and reiterate so, key points that they've been making as well, I think, in um, some of these last time-ons, which mm-hmm. I've really appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Um, the effectiveness of that. Um, it, it kind of gives me faith that they're doing it right, that they know what they're doing as well, when they restate the right points, mm-hmm. exactly. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, this has been another one with some very sassy sound design. I really enjoy the sound design, actually. The, yeah. the um, <laughs> the song that Archie's like, I'm getting your dry cleaning. Yeah, yeah, I'm picking up your shoes. New York business hustle going on. Oh my gosh. Uh, as Archie lives the intern dream. <laughs> um, yeah, this entire, this entire setup between Archie and Hiram Lodge with the, you know, internship and the wrestling, I just am so aware. Oh, hold on. Veronica just did a hair flip. Everybody stop everything. Gorgeous slow-mo fashion moment. Yeah. I So cute. So Catholic chic. I do like this dress. This is such a confirmation dress. See, they mentioned it. So... This usually happens when you're 12 or 13, but plot excuse, plot excuse. Plot excuse. So many pearls, though, you know. Creepy senor. Monsignor. It's... <laughs> Okay, what I was going to say, what I was yeah. going to say before I was distracted by Veronica was that I am so aware that I would never be invited to an internship in business because I don't wrestle, <laughs> nor do I dickwag. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how Archie got this job. That's as how Archie tradition. got this job. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out. Yep. You, I feel like you could roll into the Hermione Lodge internship program, though. Like... I like I like Hermione's game, all things considered. No. Whether you'd want to or not, that's a fair question. No, I don't want to wear like pencil skirts and be like support my husband and sit around Just with all of the other aunties and make talk about cold coded threats. Nah, I'm no Ryan. I'm not coded enough to make coded threats. I just go in with a hammer. Nick calls me the hammer. This is the point where I mentioned that Nick is my partner and he calls me the hammer because I'm the person who calls Shaw to complain about the internet bill. <laughs> you are powerful and direct, and I appreciate it. I mean, you are Veronica in that regard, too. I am a Veronica, I guess. <laughs> All right, we've got um, Sheriff Keller showing his showing his pig stripes a little this episode here, too. Um, <sighs> being the muscly arm of, of not just... Not just subtle gentrification, but, like, full-on shakedowns. Yo, but doesn't he say, like, oh, I'm just the messenger. Maybe that's the episode. He super does. He passes the buck to, weirdly, all of the, like, hyper-successful um, people of color running the town and calling the shots. True. Um, Hashtag neoliberalism. Meanwhile, um, mm-hmm. Betty Cooper's 
delving into sex work. Meanwhile, Betty Cooper's uh, sexy black bob makes an entrance again. It's been so many episodes. It's been like 18, 19 episodes since Dark Betty wig. Dark Betty's back, bitches. And they seem to know they're doing something with it. Oh, there's Lord Bing. There's Chloe's high school. She always needs to point that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, this is a Vancouver show. Mm Mm-hmm. Even the word chosen family that Veronica uses here. Is that is that a Vancouver thing? I hear it a lot around here, but that's because we're all hipster artists. I have this strong knowledge that Riverdale writers skim the top of the internet <laughs> and then drop the language into every episode. I'm not sure they're all that much older than us, I will say. No, I, think I think there's think a lot so. of youngies up in that writing room. Probs. Okay, now Weatherby gets to be a tool of the system as well. Uh-huh. With these unfair... There's a lot of, like, collective punishment in this yeah. episode. Yeah. That's, uh... That's some gross noise. No, well, I mean, that's what happens when you, uh... You know, make public statements by, you know, silent and or nonviolent protest. A lot of collective punishment. Yep. I'm glad... In, interestingly, also while like Black Lightning is being promoted on this, this if if you're not watching, by the way, um, get watching. Uh, I'm delighted. Have you tried it yet? Lori? I haven't. I told you I've watched right, eight right. all Grey's Anatomy. Of Grey's Anatomy. Um, Black Lightning God is straight up better, and I say that with deep love for the Miranda Bailey show. Um, I highly recommend. No, I know Grey's Anatomy is early Shonda Rhimes. It's like Shonda Rhimes <laughs> gave us the vessel of mm-hmm. Miranda. Or, like, gave us the vessel of Meredith Grey and then snuck in... Sorry, this is for another podcast. I, it's Miranda legitimate, Bailey. though. I'm here for Shonda Rhimes as the great godmother of shows like Black Lightning. Oh, my God. big zeitgeisty way. I and love I'm you, Shonda. here for it. I love you, Shonda Rhimes. Sorry, what's I happening? Mean, we're, we're talking over this, so we're talking about Grey's Bug, <laughs> Bughead are having tensions, okay? And Chloe's not here, so I don't care about Bughead half as much. Um, Chloe cares a lot about Buckhead. I respect that. I appreciate that. They're not my ship. I will not go down on it. I I don't either. I think it's weird. I mean, like, maybe I'm just holding out for the, like, like Jughead being Ace storyline. And this this episode shoots it real hard in the foot. We'll get get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. He did just acknowledge he did some things with Tony. Yeah, that's true. And this is not to say... Asexuality excludes all sexual activity, but I suspect they would not be so subtle and nuanced if they were actually going to go into that. True. I, yeah. Uh, Ace 101 tends, yeah, haven't quite got there yet, which is an awful shame. A missed opportunity for something really, really important. Um, my note that I wrote down here was, mm-hmm. I love when actors lose their voices. I mean, I don't <laughs> love it. But, like, you can tell when they were sick on set that day. Yeah, and I just, like, want to give, like, props to actors who, like, (laughs) stick it out, and Mm -hmm. they gargle their honey and everything else. That whole thing they don't have any choice to do. They have no choice. They just got to show up on set. It's the dark, dark world they live in. Okay, I liked Hermione Lodge in that last scene. We're past it now, but I liked the way she is wielding power right now. I will say. Fair, fair, fair. I am here for Hermione Mob Boss. As... Hermione mob boss. Yeah. 
And here, Archie gets deeper and deeper into his hot mess of playing every side and being a pawn for everyone. Okay, look, here. here's my main question. Is Agent Adams actually the FBI? Unknown. Um, Why is Archie so trusting? Why are you so stupid, he's Archie? Archie Andrews. <laughs> look, literally anybody can put on a suit and tie and be like, Hello, I'm a ominously. white man from the, from the FBI. You must trust me. He... I have high cheekbones. Trust me. They also keep meeting in Archie's garage, which is its own kind of sketch. Like, that is not neutral space. That is not a place for a secret conversation. No, right? Uh, Especially when dude is deeply involved with the mob. Mm -hmm. With gangland. Back to the collective punishment, and uh, Sheriff Keller continues to fail. I... I, I'm grateful for the not a jerk about your gay son, Sheriff Keller. I was interested in the Mayor McCoy, Sheriff Keller romance. Uh, I'm, But this is the dark side of Sheriff Keller, and he's dressed I for mean, it. Like, we know that Mayor McCoy is manipulative for her own business purposes, right? Yes, it is known. So, like, it is acknowledged and accepted. He's actually just the muscle of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, he's, you know. He's doing the sheriff thing. He's a well, he's, he's a, like, hashtag nice guy. Mm-hmm. But, oh my god, look at Hermione's pants in this scene. Mm-hmm. Just look at her pants. They're, like, almost like mariachi pants. Oh. Except they're probably 100% silk. That gorgeous drape. Yeah. Yeah. This um, is a tense scene, and I feel for Josie here. Actually... Who is clearly being forced into this weirdness. Does, okay, is Josie actually... Does she actually want to be friends with Veronica at this point? I don't think so. I That's not my so. read. I think she's here to play her mom's game and to protect them both. Both show. But Veronica stole her band. I know, that's real. That's cold, Veronica. Yeah. Now, my next question is, um, at Catholic confirmations, are there usually mm-hmm. that many presents? I mean... Not in my world. Um, I got, like, a crucifix from my auntie and, yeah. like, a, a calendar with some Jesus on it. But <laughs> I'm not from rich Catholics. Oh, yeah, right? that, is, that is a different kind of Catholic, I guess. Different world. I was going to say, I got no presents. Oh, wait. <laughs> I was 11. I can't remember. <laughs> there was definitely a candle at some point. I had a much chiller confirmation. Mormons don't use candles. I think they should use 100% more candles. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, they just have Wonder Bread. I still like the candles, honestly. I really like the communion wafers. Our local bakery does them, and they actually sell the cuttings of the communion wafers at the grocery store. We're missing this whole scene because I'm jealous of your bakery delicatessen communion wafers. I can can buy non-sanctified communion wafer edges. Oh it's it's super God. weird, actually. Um, okay, tall boy, and we all know that's spelled T A L L B O I. Boy, tall boy is getting up in Jughead's face. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel the need to comment in this scene because we all know what's happening here. It's playing out the 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 gang fight. Obviously, uh, it doesn't get as interesting till the next gang fight scene, in my mind. Yeah, true. Like we seen we seen tall boy and Juggy get get grumpy up in each other's faces before. That's normal. Do you think Tallboy has his hair braided? I feel like he has at least one braid in his hair. (laughs) I don't he ever does a full Elsa. Um, 
I bet tall boy lets little girls braid his hair like for charity, right? I could see it. I mean, the snakes, the, the serpents have established they do a bunch of the charities. Do you think Tallboy wears a wig, or do you think that is actually the actor's hair? I, I, I mean, you would you could tell better than I could, um, having wig mastered a bunch. I mean, but I'd have to get a closer look at his lace front, but I feel it might just be extensions. Yeah, I don't think this character role is big enough for him to keep that look indefinitely, right? I mean, but he is a recurring character, so like. It's true. And some dudes just like their hair long and luscious. And, I'm, you know, maybe he is a character actor and that's his usual gig. Mm-hmm. Okay, this whole scene between Hiram and Archie where mm-hmm. he's inviting him to a poker game. Yeah. Again, another thing I would not be invited to if I were being invited into business. It's super, super true. As a mentee. Like, is that literally how it goes? Poker and cigars? So, what was, what was young blonde twink actually up to? I mean, there's, there's... He's obviously not interviewing for a job at the Bijou, but like... I'm sorry, is the Bijou a movie theater? I assume. Isn't what is, that what the Bijou always is in life? The what bi- other, what else could the jewelry be? The, the Bijou or the Bijou? I mean, again... Does Papa again. Poutine go to the Bijou? <laughs> One must imagine. What? Ben what? And here, investigative journal Juggy gets to be effective, suddenly. Um, McCoy's, like, stealth game is not doing so hot this episode. No. I will say. She is... Not at all. She is shaking. Not literally, but she is, like, the, the, not the holding The cracks firm. are showing, but look, she has her salad. She's about to laugh in a minute. She's about to be a lady laughing with salad. Look at that salad. She does have this office set up Place. perfectly to dominate this meeting, and she super doesn't. Um, I liked Sierra McCoy a, a lot last season, last season half, in the first half of the season. I really enjoyed getting a little little more insight into her and Josie. Um, so I, 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 I'm really hoping she kind of cracks and peels off and um, gets out while the getting's good. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I want to keep liking her and I don't want her to be uh, in the victim queue for all the murder. That we know is, hmm. the show is hungry for all the murder right now. True, true. Um, Ronnie, where's your hairnet? Yeah, not food safe at all. Super not food safe. Also, that's not a uniform shirt, is it? They're all wearing maroon in this scene. Yeah, like, but. This scene is very, She very... is not wearing a uniform shirt. That's... Why would Veronica Lodge follow uniform code <laughs> if it included a polyester polo shirt? She totally just color matched her own top today, didn't she? Yeah. Also, I <laughs> personally, I wouldn't wear my pearls to a soup kitchen. Veronica never takes off her pearls. She never takes off her no, pearls. No, she wears that to seduce Archie in the shower, which is great. Oh yeah, that's true. But, but like, I'm a big fan. Like, If you're costume designing a nude scene, you have to have some kind of you know, mm. accessory. Mm-hmm. Socks. No. Socks are a great choice, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just me then. Okay. <laughs> More bug head, which is why we're talking over it. Um, sorry, Chloe. I know you're listening to this and dying about all the bug head we're not commenting on. But 
That's what you get for writing, Chloe. You get missed bughead opportunities. I'm still thinking about naked <laughs> with socks. There's going to be a long bughead rant at the top of next episode. I can feel it now, gang. Um, anticipate Chloe's bughead rant. Oh, man. Um... I mean, I, look, they're they're together again. They have they have something to they have a mystery to work towards. I also really liked how she uh, Betty jumped straight to yeah, we'll treat it like a missing person because you are now an expert in missing person cases after that serial killer deal and that murder deal that you did. I like how Betty is in full like I got this mode now. Why is no one in therapy in this show? Um, it, it, true. Like, like, literally, like, Archie was literally buried alive just, like, a hot second ago. Yeah, they've all got some severe trauma to process. Uh, like, are we sure that the the Black Hood is dead? No, of course we're not. Because it was just like, boom, he's dead. Svensson's dead. Svensson is associated with Black Hood. Uh, my bets are on Hal Cooper still. Really. Yeah, I, that's true. I, I still want it to be Hal Cooper. I think there's a chance it might be Chick, but that'd make me real sad. That's true. Because I really... No, 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 He's too... Chick is like... Doesn't look like the Black Hood at all. But no. it's a Black Hood is actually just multiple people. That would make sense. That would make A gang sense. of angry middle-aged white men is the most likely, likely killer in any North American um, context. Sorry. In this scene, Ronnie is wearing a dress that has clusters of pearls around the Ooh. drop v-neck collar in lieu of her um, usual sp- her string. costume design is so tight i just wanted to point that out it's important thank it's you for important. noticing you're welcome and the snake charmer's back and things what? get interesting in the gang again what is the snake charmer doing here though running things because that's what she She's do running that's things. what she does and it's silly of jughead in many ways to assume that this secret powerful woman in the gang would just like leave because a bunch of kids flayed her arm. Yeah, I guess this is an important lesson in that you can't just take power by slicing chunks out of people's arms, I mm-hmm. guess. They they do I think a good job of calling out how how not okay this behavior is and dealing with the consequences sort of. Um I also like Tony's expressions. She doesn't talk much this episode. This is not a Tony-heavy episode, but she is present doing the most in the background of every shot they let her be in, um, of how bad this all is. Yeah, Juggy, I guess that, you know, you're put into a, you're backed into a corner, but like, I mean, like, maybe don't go around chopping up people. I'm sort of okay with her demands in this moment. Like, you know, flay for a flay. If you're if you're gonna go full gang life, yeah, Jughead escalated. He did cause this problem. You maybe brought this on yourself, Jughead. A little bit, a little However, bit. However, he was coerced into muling drugs. True, not great, but like he had so many off ramps. Yeah, he was warned so many times by so many people. <sighs> How juggy! What are you gonna do next? FP continues to be a really nice voice of reason. Like, I, I, I'm liking FP living this reality with a full understanding of the stakes and tensions that he reigns upon. That's true. And Skeet Ulrich grows and grows on me. <laughs> I always forget that he's in 
scream. Yep. <laughs> and I'm always like, where's your face from? <laughs> and then he makes this like face where he's like concentrating really hard and his mouth is hanging open. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They did such a good job trawling the early 90s for the, for the parents. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Okay, this is the scene in which I forgot exactly how many people and how many crimes have been committed. Right. And I was like, wait, what? When did that happen? When did you hide a, a dead body? It's been Steve tw- Ulrich? It's been like 25 episodes. Ugh. And we're here now already? I can't even keep track of it. And a little more FBI. I, I was thinking about this. I was anticipating this wire ask. Mm-hmm. Um... And I understand why it is plot convoluted necessary for this not to happen. But really, like, James Bondit, there's a there's a place down the street from us called the Spy Store. I can buy a pen with a recorder in it. <laughs> Amazon exists, Archie. This is um, not actually a risk for you at this I point. I think the Spy Store moved across the street. They did. To a bigger space. And when Which they closed... Which means the Spy Store is prospering. The spy store is prospering. They probably sell drones now, but I was very concerned when the spy store closed. Same. And then it moved across the street, and I was like, oh, Everything's good. fine. Oh, yes. thank God. In case I secretly want to be a spy again. It is literally called the spy store for it's non-Vancouverites. There. It's on West Broadway. Shout out to the spy store. And here's okay. our hard Catholic Kay. aesthetic. Hashtag Catholic chic. We have... Mm-hmm. A, a shot on the marble floor watching Veronica Lodge walk down the aisle between pews mm-hmm. to confession. There's uh, lots of candles. It's very Catholic chic. Yeah. No no confession box I'm familiar with has had quite so many candles. Um, certainly at least not unless someone's seems bought them. Seems like it's not up to fire code. It seems a little <laughs> bit dangerous. All that candles and that wood. Yeah. But you know what? It makes for a beautiful sta- uh, scene picture. That's true. The lighting is on point in this scene. Mm-hmm. And this, like, the the cross of light we're getting on Monsignor's face in a moment. Right very typical, here. Very typical of uh, the way the film industry really just loves Catholic chic aesthetic. I was always a little disappointed that I never got to do the confession box with the creepy identity thing. My confession okay. at, conf- uh, at confirmation was legitimately just sitting across the table uh, and chatting with the priest. Okay, this scene, though... not it's... telling him anything good, because he kept having supper with my grandparents, so it would That's have been true. weird. Look, here's what the Catholic Church is about, according to film. The priest is in with your grandparents, mm-hmm. and the door just gets shut in your face, and they're like, hey, that I gotta was... go hang out with your abuelo, bye. It's my reality. <laughs> so funny, and but terrible. Terrible. Terrible, sorry. Then the room full of um, mob wives, I guess. This is actually the mob wife scene. Yeah. And Veronica here is trying to decide whether or not she wants to be a mob wife to Archie. Do we oh, actually yeah, see right. Archie as a mob husband? No, no, but Archie is the one who should be in this chair. Archie is like a humanoid version. Of, oh, yeah, that's true. Archie can be a mob wife. Yeah. Veronica can run things. Clearly, she's capable. Yeah. Um, like, she's not liking what she's hearing from these women being very cheering, uh, cheery about how they cope with the guilt of their existence. Archie could do that. Archie is like the humanoid version of a golden retriever. Mm-hmm. He could be a mob wife, but he'd have to be, like, more, you know, like a, an Afghan hound. He'd also have to be a lot smarter. Less golden retriever. More yeah. Afghan hound, you know? Longer hair. And here the parallel to uh, Wives' Retreat. 
the poker game in our gendered gendered mafia yeah okay how do these dudes just chain smoke cigars mm. have you ever smoked a cigar yes with with nick in fact most okay. recently i also have we, smoked we, a cigar with nick. we share them between the three of us because like one is plenty and then usually don't finish oh my gosh one time i smoked a cigar and then for days afterwards i was like dragging my tongue along the carpet being like how do i remove why have i made this mistake why didn't i pay attention to those 90s ads that told me not to smoke i'm sorry don't, don't put smoke. it in your mouth don't, don't put it in your mouth i mean like so foolish of me the, the americans will be so confused by anyway don't smoke. um this sorry back to back to riverdale <laughs> yeah i feel like don't smoke is an important part of riverdale don't smoke Riverdale's kids. letting people smoke which is interesting i know but horrible people so there you go i mean look i guess smoking is now associated with villains it's something does that make us occasional villains it's stranger things that i was noticing that a lot on everyone's smoking and it was very well, it's the 80s it's yeah. a period piece it had to be all right this poutine judgment oh my god at least give me a shot of the poutine no. i want to judge it myself let me let me see the poutine yeah. You know what? They probably didn't have the budget to keep heating up cheese curd. <laughs> For one cut-in shot. Um, okay. One extreme close-up cut-in of much the I love, is all I want. This is how much I love bad TV. I watched Christian mm-hmm. Mingle the movie on Netflix <laughs> starring Lacey Chabert. Okay. And my favorite, choice. my favorite thing that I've ever seen is the steak and cake scene. I need you all to go to Netflix and watch, even if you just watch the steak and cake scene. You're showing me this after, right? I am. They, they didn't have enough budget to buy multiple steaks, so they just, <laughs> they don't even show the steaks, and they just keep sawing away and not chewing. Okay, <laughs> now here's my next question. Why is Archie cleaning a toilet? Why is he plunging a toilet? What is happening? Because we get to demean him. He does all the, all the crappy tasks. What, That's his job. What has he done to arrive at that point? He's the mob baby. That's what you do, right? That's what you do when you're a mob you baby. You make the newbie do all the really gross stuff, because... Or did he do you it? Do. Is he plunging a toilet out of the goodness of his heart because he loves Pop Tate? No, I think it's because Mob Dude told him I plugged the toilet with a note of expectation. Oh my god. As Archie overhears a really significant plot that we're just ignoring and talking over because oh, okay. bigger um, questions. Recap Papa Poutin is saying uh, he's going to kill Hiram Lodge. We are going to put out a hit on Mr. Lodge and I will do it myself. Such missed opportunities for horrifying French stereotypes. That we're going to fill that gap for you. We're going to fill the gap that Riverdale. This is not a French stereotype. This is very true. No, but they could have made him a stereotype. They called him Papa Poutine. Yeah, but then they mostly (laughs) cast like a Brooklyn mobster with an American accent. Um, Riverdale delivers again with another cover. Spectacular song. I liked this a lot. Um, this doesn't happen. You can't sing pop music in church, in a Catholic church. Like, my, my cousin wanted um, Everything is Awesome from the Lego movie for her walkout song, um, and they gave her a, like, piano reduction with no vocals. We were not allowed to sing non-hymns in church. I had to memorize a, uh, a psalm because that was, that was in allowable rep. Oh my gosh, your cousin wanted the Lego movie song? Yeah, it was really cute. Uh, That's 
I'm disappointed that we so couldn't fast. go the full mile and and like sing it live and perform it. But we did get a piano reduction, <laughs> which was very cute. Everything is awesome. Oh. You know what? It's kind of nice that Veronica has all of her friends at church. It is. And I'm okay with this being the thing they get wrong about Catholicism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've got the, the, the costumes all up. And the wafer looks legitimate. I think it's just a rice cracker. I mean, yes. It's probably gluten-free. <laughs> I don't think it's Jesus's body if it's rice. It is not Jesus's body. Jesus's body is not gluten free. Unleavened bread. It's right there. Um, Abuelita, underutilized Abuelita. this episode. Do you, are you are you with me in that? Um, I think as we, Frank and Archie get halos. I hopefully hopefully we will see Abuelita again. I want her to stick around because I feel like there is some setup for Abuelita that was not quite resolved. And I I I want to see more um, mentors in Veronica's life as well. For sure. But where is this halo coming from over Veronica's head? God. She has God. gone righteous. Uh uh that, her that was about as subtle as a ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah. I no. I need to watch more telenovela. Because what? I've been loving Jane the Virgin and everything it's referencing, um, but I'm wondering how much of that scene may have been visual reference that is flying over my head because I do not watch I enough mean, telenovela. I mean, Ryan, do we need to eat and have jobs? Do we need to watch telenovelas? Clearly, for my very important podcast commitments, <laughs> I think that should trump all the jobs. Oh my gosh. Um, in the party scene, we mm-hmm. also need to take note of Hermione Lodge's ponytail, which oh. is huge and on point <laughs> and takes over everything. It's so distracting to me. And then Abelita pays off. Oh, here we go. In making Archie hilariously uncomfortable. This scene goes on like a little bit too long. I was okay with, with that edit. Pinching. I'm it, so okay with that. It felt like the edit was awkwardly with us. It felt like that scene <laughs> was like, what's his name? A um, Archie? Archie's KJ, name? KJ Appa. KJ Appa. Mm-hmm. It felt like he was actually just getting his face torn off by this actor, and he uh-huh. was like, <laughs> "Okay." And okay. they let the cameras rolling. <laughs> and they just let it let it roll. That was not Archie Andrews. That was the actor getting his face pinched. Poor KJ. And like, I feel like that is a, a an excellent example of cinematography sitting within the the perspective and moment of the character. That Archie also felt like he was in that uncomfortably long. KJ Appa probably did too. And they left that shot with us. Okay, more bughead drama that we're just ignoring. Um, interesting I mean, opening up of the obviously things. Obviously, we're both not on the bughead page. Yeah. I just, I think it feels forced. Yeah. yeah. I don't love their chemistry. They do look very attractive together. They're real, they're real attractive people. Um, I, I don't feel like their brokennesses complement each other very well, if that makes sense. That's true. Like, I think they are more likely to hurt each other more and overprotect each other more than they are to, like, soothe each other's sufferings. True. And that's a big dynamic issue for me. Fair. Back to Catholic chic. Mm. Um, How does a confirmation for a, what, 16, 17-year-old girl end in a grade 8 dance? Like, what's happening here? (laughs) Why are there so many people here? Why mm-hmm. are they all saying peas and carrots, peas and carrots, and looking into each other's faces? <laughs> What's, 
why so many background in this scene? What's happening? Why is this happening? Peas and carrots being one of one of many short form phrases for background people to whisper on repeat when they're told to look like they're talking, but be silent. (laughs) Be silent. Be seen, but silent. I I just read this as lodges throw a party for any old reason whenever they have a chance. That's and fair. also all the families in town. That's been it must be nice to have money. Yeah, and yeah. throw it at everything. And then with no almost no sleuthing at all, with literally like a wanted poster, apparently, mm-hmm. uh, Bughead saw save the day. My favorite thing about Riverdale mm-hmm. is their ability to just throw in. Like, really scraggly side characters. Spectacular one-off characters. Like, and and then you're like, who is this person? What is your story, junk man? And, like, did they literally just drive to, like, Langley and, like, pull over to the side of the road and be like... Completely. Hey, buddy. Um, Langley being a suburb outside... Outside, mm-hmm. outside, outside of Vancouver. It's Vancouver, but slightly more rural and rustic. Lots of rustic. And that's probably a Langley Road there. That's With, probably like, in Langley. Like, that was, <laughs> those were just like big old shop lights lighting mm-hmm. that scene, too. Obviously. <laughs> Don't need anything more than that. Mm-hmm. Not when you're shooting on a schedule. And not when you're shooting in a scrapyard location. Here's the scene where Archie goes rogue, and mm-hmm. he needs to warn Hiram Lodge that he's about to be a hit. Mm-hmm. So many is that, problems is that how you're, could have been solved. Is that how you say it when you're in with the mobs? I think that, that is a turn of phrase. You're going to get a, a hit? A hit. You're going to get hit on? A hit put out on you? I think it's you're going to get hit on. Um, I was waiting for Hiram to call the, hey, you could have told me about this last night so I had more time to deal with the mob hit. Thing. Well, like, obviously he takes care of it with a phone call, so it's not a big deal. He did, does. But Archie did sit on this for a solid 24 hours. That's a long time to sit on a, on murder. That's on murder true. news. Especially girlfriend's dad murder news. Archie, what took you so long? Because he well, said after the confirmation. It is now after the confirmation. Mm-hmm. You were in dangerous territory. You could have told him before the confirmation. I feel like it is the playing out of his, do I tell the fence? Do I tell Mr. Lodge? Mm. Whose side am I on? Do I, I tell mean, Veronica? No, I Veronica would have fixed this. The main issue is that Papa Poutin did not mm. act fast enough. Hiram uh, Lodge should have already been dead. Also, sound design beat. Mm. Wonderful transition from the the uh, favor godfather to the, uh, to the snake pit mm. again. The sound carried us there beautifully. And the end of Tallboy. At least Tallboy on okay, our side. Okay, 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 okay. Let's see. There's some good backcombing happening in his hair. Like, it mm-hmm. is not a flat scraggle. Right. It's like, not It's not just a wig here. Look, look. We're seeing his hair in profile right now. There is mm. not a hair. There's not a fly away. Hmm. Like, that is well-conditioned hair. Right. Tall boy. The whole mulletiness could definitely be extensions, right? With that comb back look. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. This is all viable. But they also use Tallboy a lot to be going too hard on his hair. That might just be the actors. Could be. We should we should look up his IMDb but and you know see what? which headshots there. And if it's mullety, 
Look, there are clip in, there are clip-in extensions that can go underneath your natural hair. So he could have shoulder-length hair. Hmm. And then they could add in, like, another six inches. Right. With clip-in extensions. Right. He They're doesn't need, like, good. an very intensive good. weave every no. day. No, 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 no. I don't feel like they have the budget to bother with that. But, like, look. His hair is so tall. Sorry, we're missing the whole mutiny part. Yeah. Okay. Tall boy's getting exiled right now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm talking about I, I love that Betty votes, by the way. I love that Betty votes on this. Betty wants to be bad. She wants She wants to be so bad. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Oh. Hey, y'all. Ryan's getting a phone call. No, I'm not, in fact. Uh, my, my alarm reminding me to not forget to, like, follow up with podcast things. Because I expect yeah. it to be done at this time of the evening. Um, so that's Ryan my so alarm noise. On it. I am on so it organized. by faking it and putting everything into my phone and making my phone scream at me when I forget to be really, really on it. Like now, I forgot to be on it and turn that alarm off because I was already doing the thing. Foolish also, Ryan. phone, I'm in do not disturb mode. I thought that meant alarms, phone. No, it doesn't. Phone's lying to me. Phone's Just like Archie's lying to Veronica right now. Um, they're lying to each other. They're all lying together now. Veronica's lying to God. I mean, like... And Betty lies by omission to Jughead. Jughead's the only one who's all open book this episode. Truly. He's really open book to Betty this episode. Look, my real question is, what do Catholics feel about premarital sex? It's, you know, frowned upon pretty severely. So, yeah, Veronica didn't remember to confess that one, did she? Yeah, I was just like... Was that the, like, last confession? I don't know. I'm not, like, judging or anything. I'm just curious. This is definitely a a nice grain of rice for the Veronica is culturally Catholic but not spiritually Catholic Uh, camp. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah, they have lots of hot sex. She did? Which I feel weird pointing out since they're all supposed to be teenagers. The show does a real good job of pointing it out for us, though. True. Real good camera lens focus pointing out. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of shirtless young men. Whole lot of that. Whole lot of that. Look, here's the thing. Here's here's Bughead. Mm-hmm. They're sitting on the couch, and Betty is so uncomfortable. This is what mm-hmm. makes me like. There nothing sexy in this. No, and I mean like not that I want there to be anything sexy, but mm-hmm. like. Like Betty, are you practicing performing being into guys who you actually don't have chemistry with for your? Your your is this an actor thing or is this like a Betty thing? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't think there's a whole lot of chemistry. Yeah, I'm with you. But you know what? It seems to be here for a while. They 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 teased real good into the love triangle, the Mm -hmm. jealousy triangle. But they they do seem to be leaning back into Bughead. I mean, like here we are again. And a nice, another nail in the coffin towards Ace Druggie, because they... They have him in suspenders. It's kind of a cute look. It's very cute. I, I kind of like it. <laughs> I like when they remember dorky look, Jughead. They don't do that quite enough for my tastes, but the suspenders are definitely a step right. in the right direction. Stay. Stay. And, then and a he... hand on the thigh. He doesn't even grab her thigh. He grabs her, the like, tall. dress ruffle. <laughs> he J- didn't Juggie's even... shy, okay? <laughs> and then boom! And then boom, we got straddling. We've mm-hmm. got kissing. They look good together, but yeah. And then the dress is off. Mm-hmm. Right on into this. Yeah, 
Yeah. And the the, the music's nice. Very. <laughs> and Betty almost has her own opening of the book, but doesn't because why? Sorry, opening of the book. The the, the telling jug had everything. Like he told her all oh, the all I the things he was, did. I thought you meant like not a, a weird sexy... euphemism. No. Euphem- okay. I really respect books too much to put them into some trashy straight euphemism, Laura. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I'm straight. <laughs> Happens to most of Happens us at some point to or the another. Best of us. Um, and then we're back to the Cooper family where things are escalating with Chick, who's been slow boiling. Like, not much has been happening with Chick. Um, so none of the radar. And I love the portrayal. Uh, who is this guy again? Is he the guy who stabbed Chick? No, he's not. I don't think. Well, he wasn't the one shaking Chick down. He is new right. to us. Right, right. Oh, okay. Sorry, you love this portrayal of... I love the Cooper's house because yeah. they take out their gravy boat literally on every occasion. <laughs> yeah. Who does that? Papa Poutine is dead. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Ugh. And like... That's going to be low-key and not talked about widely at all or anything. That random gang slaying in Riverdale. You know, won't even make the news, really. <laughs> I don't even blame Papa Poutine yeah. for like, being angry that there were not real cheese curds in his poutine. What's in the box? This was so great to watch because it's like, is it a head? Is it a head? Is it a head? Mm, Veronica's not disgusted or horrified enough for it to be a head. Is it a head? I'm going to do a callback. It is a head. It's a head, but not the head I thought it was. The plot relevant head. I'm going to do a throwback to the last episode and Mm -hmm. say that I'm really disappointed when we were panning up to the headless statue that it wasn't a pussy hat on a statue. (laughs) Which would have been a much more interesting direction to go. Especially if Hiram Lodge made us put that pussy hat on the statue. Cheryl Blossom puts a pussy hat on the... <laughs> Cheryl was my other, like, person I suspected it could be. Also, no okay. Cheryl this episode. Conspicuously absent Sarah Cheryl. Hang on. We have blood and a broken lamp. And Alice Cooper cleaning it up. Her name is literally Boom. Alice Cooper. This was a great end beat. And her name is totally Alice Cooper. Yeah, that's the thing. All right. I liked the ending of that. Little fake out on the head. And then... Real murder! Like, there's just murder. I can't keep track of the dead bodies anymore. Real great murder! I just, I can't. Yeah! I mean, there is Jason Blossom, and there's the Black Hood, and there is... There's lots of dead people in between that. Who are the dead people in between that? I don't know, Ryan. I'm just assuming there's dead people. I mean, um, Papa Blossom is dead. Oh, yeah. That was a big resolution, death. Um... I don't know that there are that many actual dead people because Moose and Midge was a fake-out death, right? That that shooting in the fair. car wasn't actually a death. Okay, no one actually died. That's yeah. fair. There was a bunch of fake-out death. Mr. Andrews didn't actually die. Um, oh, oh, the, the, oh Miss, Miss Grundy. Miss Grundy died. That uh, drug-dealing teacher died. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there, were, there was a lot of low-key death. There was a lot of, like, You mean there was a lot you. of dead people that you don't care about? That's what I meant, Yes. Everybody, even the evil people, have families, Ryan. I mean, well, Miss Granny <laughs> doesn't seem to. Yeah, and I don't really tend to cry over pedophiles. Yeah. 
So I'm I'm really glad to have that plot line far away from this show. Yeah. In her death. Yeah. Bye, Miss Grundy. Bye, Miss Grundy. Sorry, I don't miss you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I'm gonna miss whoever Chick and or Alice murdered either. That dude seemed creepy. And he had like some Draco Malfoy hair going on. That was that was pretty good. My guess is this is a pimp we just killed. That's my guess. Um, and I hope Fair. this allows us to explore um, with a nuanced lens the realities of sex work. Mm-hmm. I still, I kind of want empathetic chick. And I will admit that I am a sucker for high cheekbones and blonde hair. But I kind I want Ryan, empathetic chick. Ryan, what did chick. I say about that FBI agent? That's why they hire people with high cheekbones, because it makes you want to trust them. It's true. It's a deep, deep evil trick that we've been socialized into. <sighs> and chick's probably creepy evil or something. But, oh, see, I, but he could not be, right? I mean, he, could he not does be. have serial killer eyes, so I mean. He does. I'm hoping it's a fake out. We'll see. We'll see. We don't know. My don't biases know. are known. <laughs> I liked that episode. I thought that was a very tight plot episode. Um, and even the things that I didn't care about, the, the bugheadiness, or what s- s- made sense, it moved our whole plot forward. It moved everyone's plot forward. Um, and I must also say the editing was very tight this episode. I couldn't even have a full drawn out conversation about yes. a scene without it carrying on to the next scene. So We bled over a lot, but that, that might be just us, Laura. We, we do just, bleed we, over a lot in all do. of our conversations we do carry on quite a bit i mean we life. just we just talked over bughead like staring into each other's eyes deeply repeatedly yeah so i mean like dead dead eyes it's fine it's fine dead Our conversation eyes. was valuable no fire i didn't need to watch that another time i could have used more blossom this episode i i actually was um before they set it up for gangland uh wait sorry there's gangland and then there's gang war they're muddling it now because we've mm. got all sorts of different types of gangs on our screen. So many. Gang what? representation? What? Nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but like, sure. What do you think, gang? Riverdale gang? Which gang's your favorite gang? Which one's a mob? Which one's actually a honoring of First Nations genocide? I mean, they went there. Yeah. So it's a legacy of colonial genocide. There's class war gang and there's capitalism gang. Yeah. I mean, like, look, neoliberalism is real in yeah. Riverdale. Mayor McCoy, you're like, oh, you're supposed to be like, great, you're a woman in power. And then she turns around, she displaces an entire, entire trailer park. So like, mm-hmm. <sighs> guess whoever's paying the bills. At the end of the day. I appreciate the diversity shuffle um, amongst the good and the bad people. I think this show does a decent job of having, um, of not pigeonholing people too much by their visible identities as far as who gets to be good, who gets to be evil. And there is, like, there, I'm wondering how much of the show runs the risk of tokenism. Like, I feel this a little bit in Kevin Keller's isolation. Um, but there are definitely other uh, identities and people who are, like, Reggie's the only East Asian character with lines, as far as I can remember. Um, uh, that's pretty true. But in other areas, they do they do interesting things. I was reading an interview with um, Melody's actor, um, 
and she commented on um, the fact that she auditioned for Josie originally. And then as soon as she heard um, Ashley Murray was cast, she was like, yeah, I'm not getting in anything, right? Because there can usually only be one black girl. Um, and thus the, the obvious uh, nod to diversity in the Pussycats. Um, but also the fact that um, Valerie is biracial and she, uh, Melody's Afro-Caribbean, um, whereas Josie's African-American. There is a robust range of identities in play even amongst, with, within visible um, visible identities. And can I just throw out there, I'm so excited that the Pussycats, like, you know, before uh, Ronnie mm-hmm. took them over, that the Pussycats were who the Pussycats are. Yeah. Because um, I know we all remember that early 2000s gem, mm. Josie and the Pussycats. Yes. Ugh, it was a beautiful movie. But Josie and the Pussycats is uh, at its prime when they're not a, an all-white girl band with mm-hmm. token Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Wait, that was Rosario Dar- Dawson? Yes. I did not... I haven't, okay, I haven't watched that film since I was in high school, right? Yeah, and, and I didn't was... have a full appreciation for Rosario Dawson and then it back was, then. Um... I just knew her as Mimi from Rent, and that's not her best look. No, this was pre-Mimi from Rent. Yeah. Um, and uh, who is that blonde gal who now is... Uh... Mm. Yes, the really bubbly one, because Melody was bubbly and ditzy once. That was her thing. I know... I can't What's her name? Now. No, yeah. I know what her name is. It just escapes me at this moment. We both knew her name. It was once can... somehow important. Well, and now she's just sort of filtered away into the background noise because she did too much cocaine. Yeah, she doesn't really work much, does she? Anyway, Hollywood. Hollywood will eat you alive. That's all we know. So will being attached to the lodges, it seems? So we'll be so will living in Riverdale. Watch living out, in Riverdale Archie, will you know alive it seems. Archie, one week you are an intern on Wall Street, and then the week after you're snorting cocaine in your Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, that's season three, right? Archie's cocaine problem. Well, has Archie murdered anyone yet? Because he's gotten a gun. I don't is think this, so. I was saying that like Riverdale is just like making a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Except it's like Archie going from a golden retriever boy. To like angry German Shepherd. I mean, like that's mean to German Shepherds. German Shepherds can be quite lovely, I hear. Angry German Shepherd. Fair. Yeah. Mistreated German Shepherds. Mm-hmm. Attack dog, police dog, German Shepherd. Well, he was the FBI's dog for a little while. He. he now is... he is in Hiram's dog pit. Who knows? Who knows, Archie? He so. We'll have to see where he goes because he keeps flip flopping, but he's knee deep in feds right now so Mm -hmm. unless agent adams isn't actually the fbi what do we think odds are that agent adams works for lodge i we have not seen any shadowing of lodge's awareness of this and that actually leads me to believe there might be something ready to be sprung on us i'm also i mean it's it doesn't feel very legitimate. Dude in suit shows up to hang out in high schoolers' garage talking about mob wires. It has not been given the air of legitimacy. Do we think, moving on, do we think, mm-hmm. did Alice Cooper kill the man with the lamp? Or was that chick? Will Alice Cooper mm-hmm. take the fall for stabbing 
Draco Malfoy in a leather coat who showed up at the front door. I'm, I, oh, it could go either way, it right? It could go either way. It could, uh, I, mm. Next time on the Riverdale Gang. I'm so interested in Alice Cooper's story. She um, began as the worst. She but. made me so upset in episode one, and now I'm willing to give her a little bit of leeway. Good job, Riverdale. Good job, Riverdale. For getting me on the Alice Cooper story. Um, and that's that's like the the, the magic that is Madshin. My turning point my turning point for Alice Cooper was hundred percent her red snaky dress mm-hmm. at that party. Uh-huh. When Nick St. Cloud St. Clair. Claire. Yeah. The the jerk. <laughs> When that guy did that thing, anyway, when Alice Cooper showed up and was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a snake. What are you going to do about it? Look at my <laughs> snake no- outfit, my snake necklace, and my dark eyeliner. I think this bitch. is all of our favorite Alice Cooper moments. <sighs> anyway, that was my turning point. So <laughs> now I wonder, how far will she fall? All these wonderful, morally ambiguous grown-ups who I get to be excited for. Except Hal Cooper. He can die. <laughs> um, Bye. Uh, y- y- yeah. I guess that's a good uh, outro. Really. We can go out like Hal Cooper. No, not dying and miserable. Um, we like can go Papa out. Like Putin. Who came, shot in the back of the head. Who came. Who saw. Who f- died ingloriously. Like a long a train of slightly over-the-top one-off characters. Like creepy truck driver hitchhiker dude and so many cool good older serpent lady in the bar so many good one-offs what today's junk uh junkyard dude langley junkyard dude i'm just what no was offense, the langley. lawyer's name there's so many good names in riverdale oh, um polly sourberry what mr sour it's like riverdale's names yeah Sorry, we just keep going what would your riverdale name be it would be something literal, but I don't know what. Um, would I change my last name or my first name? There are no Ryans in this world yet, as far as I can think of. But Ryan had a weird vogue in the like late 80s, early 90s. There were a lot of Ryans in my high, high school class. So I don't know if they'd pick a Ryan. Mm. I am of the wrong era, perhaps. Sourberry, sweet pea. We'd have to be named after produce. I'm also queer, and I feel like... Kevin is a very coded queer name in ways. I feel like I would have is a more it? stereotypical. Kevin, Kevin ha- is a gay name. There's a reputation. I've dated so many Kevins. I've dated so many Kevins that they're now blacklisted forever. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, like it, it no, holds no truth that's... or water, right? But I, I, Ryan, that's such an assumption. It, it super you is such an assumption about Kevins. Kevins it... everywhere. You can be this whoever you want to be. Kevin's can be anywhere, but it is an existing <laughs> media stereotype that in American media, Kevin is a white gay name. What? Mm-hmm. It is a thing. So I don't know what kind of stereotypical name I would have Ryan Riverdale. That's not true. I'm going to prove you wrong in that. That's not real. That's that's a thing. Is it? That's a thing. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. To say nothing about the Kevins you've dated... Uh, they I mean, may like, or may not be queer. I'm, I'm not acquainted with those Kevins, and I know either. a number of straight Kevins. I mean, look, those. But Kevins on television, suck. <laughs> on television, there's a lot of gay Kevins. Fair, okay, okay. <laughs> what would your Riverdale name be other than Veronica Lutch? Mm, 
Um, we'll have to think about it until next time. Until next time. Wait a minute. Do you guys have Do you guys have a Twitter for this show? You know, we don't have a dedicated show Twitter yet. We well, do have we our own private Twitters. You don't have a um, sign-off for this podcast. You don't have Twitter. I mean, like, I, I point, am Ryan M. Karen uh, on Twitter, if anyone wants to find me there. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find Chloe's. I'm okay. going to find it for y'all. At this point, I would say... Hey, why don't you tweet at us and tell us what Ryan's Riverdale name should be? CR underscore Packer. Tweet at me and Chloe, CR underscore Packer and R and Ryan M. Karen, uh, to tell us what our names are meant to be. Yeah, because they need Riverdale, Riverdale name name stat. We should be named. We must be indoctrinated. Well, until next time, gang, this has been Swell being a guest on your show. Thank you so much for joining me, Laura. Uh, it was so much easier to come home and go upstairs than it was to go across town to Chloe's house in the rain. You know and... what your Riverdale name is? What? It's Neighbor Ryan, because that's actually what I call you. Okay, that's actually a pretty <laughs> Riverdale name. Um, if you think of something better, I'm open. Uh, gang, that's not to Laura, that's to you, gang. But um, I'm going to stick with Neighbor Ryan for now. That is like a cross-media... Uh, nom de plume, nom de, nom de, pseudonym, pseudonym, that's the word I want. Also nom de plume, but that's if you were writing. <laughs> I'm Neighbor Laura. This is Neighbor this... Laura. I am Neighbor Ryan. Um, this is the Riverdale Gang. Uh, Riverdale Gang is, uh, as well as the show Riverdale, is filmed and we record on the unceded traditional territories of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish, uh, nations. And, uh, special thanks, as always, to the Thunderquack Network as a whole, and of course, uh, all of our supporters on Patreon. Um, I joined this week Amanda Conkin uh, of Quiver the Green Arrow podcast um, to churn out a uh, Patreon-only exclusive monthly podcast, which is something I think we're trying to do now, um, on general fandom topics. This month we talked about fanfiction, which is one of my favorite things ever. So I went in deep with lots of citations and references and academic back because I've been saving it up for years for that conversation. Um, so if any of you all have been on the fence thinking about uh, Patreoning us up, um, this would be a great month to try it because you'll get a bonus hour of me uh, uh, rambling about something that, believe it or not, I am more passionate about even than Riverdale. No. Ryan has a secret fanfiction page. You'll never It's not find actually it. that secret. Well, <laughs> you won't find the secret ones, but you might find one of the public ones. Who knows? Okay, this went on too long. That was an outro. Bye, gang! That was my phone falling. <laughs>